Hello, welcome to the Catholic Link Podcast, the podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Rob Adams, and today our podcast is what I'll probably be calling from now on, wherein I share some thoughts. This isn't a sermon, this isn't a breaking down of doctrine, even though there will most definitely be some sermonizing, and doctrine and truth and tradition and the practice of the church will absolutely be referenced. But if you haven't noticed, I'm trying to categorize all of our episodes into four categories. So the first one is about faith. The second one is about some kind of worship, right? Something to do with the sacraments, the mass, uh, the liturgical calendar, something like that. The third is about spirituality and prayer. And then this fourth category is where I just kind of share my thoughts on stuff. Maybe uh, you don't have to agree with these, but I certainly think it might be helpful as another way of understanding a little bit of, of where we are as a church and what we can do, what our options are and what we can do to make things a little bit better. So with all that being said, Let's move into today's topic, and I've come up with a wonderfully stylish title for it called Averroism in the Church, Alive and Well, right? <laughs> That's kind of pretentious, I'm sorry, <laughs> but let's really get into what Averroism is and, and how it affects our church today, and, and what, what are we supposed to do about that? So let's get started with a story. I've got a buddy who's a teacher at a university. And uh, he's not a he's not a Christian. He's not a Catholic for sure. But he teaches New Testament, and he was telling me how he was so confused about why one of his students, who's an evangelical, was so upset when he taught that the gospels contradict each other. He couldn't figure out why this this young man was so upset by what he was saying in class. And I kind of thought to myself, well, you know. He feels like you're attacking some fundamental core of his belief and in, in his faith. And the teacher said, well, I don't I mean, faith is one thing, but scripture study is another. And at that point, I knew that we were talking about an ancient, not ancient, but pretty old, about a thousand years old belief called Averroism. Now, Averroism is from a Muslim philosopher who helped bring Aristotle into the West named Averroes. Obviously, that's his Latin name. Uh, his name in Arabic is probably way cooler than that. But Averroes, when he was reading Aristotle, he was forced to confront the fact that there was a little bit of a conflict between what his faith as a Muslim taught him and what he knew to be true from science and philosophy, particularly from the philosophy of Aristotle. Now, what did he do about that, that, that contradict, not, not contradiction, that tension, that struggle between these two things? Well, Averroes actually said, yeah, they do contradict each other. But that's not a big deal, because for him, he said that on the one hand, we have religious truth, and on the other, we have philosophical, scientific, insert whatever adjective you want, truth, right? So in other words, religious truth is one thing, and science truth is another thing. Now the church, Christianity, has always had a problem with this, because number one, we believe that our religion is actually true, that if there's a conflict between faith and science, 
that's an issue. And if faith is wrong, then faith is something we should no longer listen to. And the foundational belief here is that truth is kind of one thing, right? This is something that we share with unbelievers, that truth is truth, and that if something is true, it should fit into a whole tapestry with other things that are also true. So for example, if I believe that the world is round and that there are such things as atoms and cells and bacteria, and also that the sun is at the center of our solar system, all of those things ought to fit in some great tapestry where they all make sense together. And as Christians, we believe that religious truth fits in to this great tapestry of truth, right? That the sky is blue, the earth is round, God exists, there are such things as angels, there are really creepy fangly fish at the bottom of the ocean, all of these things are supposed to fit together. But I said that Averroism is alive and active in the church today, and what do I mean by this? Well, it's become commonplace since the Second Vatican Council for important let's say prelates, right? Not just bishops, but people with with a, a very important teaching role, many priests and lots of bishops, to hold this kind of averroism with regards to religious truth. So I remember when I was growing up that I, I had a lot of questions about whether God existed and how we can know that and how we can know the the things that the church teaches. And one of the things that always bothered me was when I would say something like, well, these parts of the gospel are really hard to reconcile with history, or these religious teachings are hard to reconcile with science. And I was always told something like, well, science is science is faith, and faith is faith. And I think that that's a problem. One of the things I've heard from a lot of priests and even from a lot of bishops, unfortunately, is they'll teach things that are that are contradictory to the faith, right? If the things they teach are true, the gospel is not. So for example, the church teaches the infallibility of the scriptures. Now obviously we have to understand that correctly, so I'm not trying to be a fundamentalist here, but I've heard priests get up and say, well, you know, Luke got this wrong in the gospel. Well, if, if Luke's wrong, the whole thing is wrong, right? I've heard people say things like, oh, well, Scripture teaches that this thing is wrong, but, but is it really, right? If you don't believe that religious truth is truth, the, the, the thing of integrity to do would be to leave that religion. But unfortunately, we're in a situation where we have the very clerics and teachers of our religion sometimes saying things like, well, Jesus can't possibly be God, but, you know, we celebrate the Mass and the sacraments, and, you know, those are those are two separate things. And so I, I really I find this a bit discouraging, because it means that, number one, we've kind of given up the fact that we believe our religion is true, that we actually think that these things are worth the time, the effort, and let's be honest, the sacrifice that they require if you're going to live it out. But the other problem is that we're denying our faith a chance to dialogue with unbelievers. Because if our faith isn't actually true, we don't really have anything to share. All we have to share is our tradition, our practice, our way of doing things, which, you know, is valuable. 
but it's certainly not worth, let's say, martyrdom. It's certainly not worth the kind of virtue that Christianity really demands of us. And so I think, number one, the solution for us as Catholics is to be people of integrity. Number one, to try to reconcile the conflicts that we run into between science and our faith or history and our faith. These things aren't insurmountable, and the church teaches that both of them come from the same God, and so there is a way to make them make sense. What we absolutely cannot do is give up on the effort of trying to understand, trying to untie that knot. But I think the other thing we can do, and this one's a little bit more challenging, is to be honest with what we believe and who we are. If we don't believe the things the church teaches, the more honest thing to do would be to walk away. If we do believe the things the church teaches, the more honest thing to do would be trying to find a way to reconcile the difficulties. And so I pray today that there will be this great reawakening of faith in our church, just like there was a thousand years ago during the time of Averroes, when the church said, yes, we have to work at philosophy, we have to work at science, we have to find a way to make the religious truths in scripture and tradition match up with the truths that we see in the real world. Because if we can't, as St. Paul says, our faith is in vain and we are the most pitiable of men. That's a great note to end on, but this has been the Catholic Link Podcast, the podcast for busy Catholics. My name is Father Rob Adams. If you like this kind of thing, you can head on over to catholiclink.org and you can find all the wonderful material there, including lots of past episodes of this podcast. Thank you so much for your time. Take care and God bless you.